Hello, elite action takers and elite entrepreneurs. So raise your hand right now if you are a basic bitch. Now, obviously you cannot see me, but I'm sitting here with both hands in the air, waving them around like I just don't care because I consider myself to be a basic bitch. And what was it, like around three or four years ago where it was like, don't be a basic bitch. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. Being a basic bitch in entrepreneurship is exactly how I took my business from hobbying around, chasing my tail in circles, to actually having a business, as in clients coming in, money going in the bank, money being reinvested into the business, and feeling fucking amazing. See, before I became a basic bitch when it came to my business and the strategies and tactics and even the mindset to an extent, I was doing all of the things. I was an Amazon best-selling author, right? I had self-published a book in 2020. I was like, fuck it, there's a captive audience. I'm going to write a book because writing happens to be a pretty strong skill set. That made sense, right? You have to write a book in order to build authority, even though I have no audience. So that was not the best step, right? Great tool, wrong timing. And then I was podcasting. I had the Personal Growth Lifestyle Podcast. I was blogging, hosting the podcast from my blog. I was always overconsumed with creating freebies and things to get people on my email list. And I will tell you this, I got probably 50 people on my email list. And that was between different opt-ins that were all wildly different from one another because I would just go and see what people were doing on social media that seemed to be getting others in their audience to raise their hand. And I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll do it, right? And then no idea like, okay, well, there has to be a sequence behind this and like, You know, how do I tie this into what do I do? And I was doing the Pinterest marketing. I was doing the SEO deep dives to optimize my website. I was doing, doing, doing all of these things. And not one of them led to a client. And that was for three years. And then that awkward conversation, my husband approached me. And my husband is my quiet cheerleader. He is my biggest supporter, but he's very quiet about it. And, and I love that about him because I know he's here. He is also very down to earth. It's funny because we're both Libra sons, but I feel like and I know his mother, my adorable mother-in-law, she's a Taurus. So I feel like either that Taurus upbringing or he must have hella earth signs in other places in his chart, right? He came up to me and he was just like, listen, Lee, why wouldn't you just go back to ultrasound? Like, You're an ARDMS registered echo technician. You had a good job. You had a career. Why don't you just go back to that? Like, what are you doing this for? We were having arguments about the credit card bill because I was charging for different tools and things that all of the big fucking gurus said you needed in order to have a successful business. I had a CRM and no clients. (laughs) I was paying the full price for Teachable back then when I had a course that I created randomly in a bubble and had no one to talk about it to. And the list of unnecessary bullshit just went on and on in terms of activity and investments. Decided that Instagram, because that was the platform that I preferred at that time, I preferred it for me because I had been on Facebook prior to that. And I was mainly connected on Facebook with like family and friends, 
people who I didn't even speak to in high school. I was now connected to them on Facebook. And they were getting really ugly and nasty with each other over politics. And it just became such a toxic place that I preferred Instagram. It was the pictures. It was the aesthetic, you know. And so for my own enjoyment, I went on Instagram. And from like the couple of hundred followers I had at that time, I thought that I could start then a membership-based thing. So I went to either Member Vault or Might no, it was Mighty Networks. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have people follow me on here. And I was doing it for free, but paying for Mighty Networks. So I was at a loss. And I got two people to cross over. Getting people off of the platforms that they're on already, no matter how much they bitch and moan about the platform, which is just human nature, most people will bitch and complain and yet not do a goddamn thing differently, which is why you are an elite entrepreneur and an elite action taker, yes? It's a lot more difficult than you think. And so finally admitting defeat, I went back to Facebook with my tail tucked between my legs. I was like, all right, listen, I may not personally enjoy Facebook, but this is clearly where people are. And I had the mindset shift when I went back onto Facebook that this is not for funsies. This is for fucking business. So I went onto Facebook with a business mindset, not a, oh, I'm going to you know keep in touch with everyone and see what everyone has been up to and let them see what I've been up to. I don't give a shit. I didn't give a shit back then in high school. You didn't give a shit back then about me. Why am I going to start now? So that was the first shift that I made was I went onto Facebook. Like, why am I paying this money for these platforms when everyone that I know of and from what I'm seeing are on this one particular social media platform? And when they're on this social media platform, they seem to be more open to solutions and they're not just mindlessly scrolling. So I went onto Facebook, started engaging, asking questions, listening, right? Looking at the threads, the questions that other people would ask, their threads, the conversations on those threads, and saying, huh, okay. And then I got an idea. And I asked questions to validate that idea. I started creating posts about it, and it was validated. People wanted it. People were raising their hand for it. And so I ran four introductory runs of Journal to Profit. But then something really fucking crazy happened in the middle of running probably about the second or third introductory run of Journal to Profit. I realized that I had yet another result that would get my audience, the women who I knew were in my audience, salivating, which was my content was allowing me to attract the most amazing people into my DMs asking me for my offer. Now, when you have the best in your audience and even lurkers coming into your DMs saying, oh, hey, tell me a little bit more about your offer. Me as an introvert, which I know I don't seem like it, I'm probably more of an ambivert, but I definitely have my hardcore introvert ways and I definitely consider myself to be socially awkward. So the fact that people were coming into my DMs and starting conversations with me, essentially kicking off the sales conversation That's amazing. So many times we see people posting on Facebook and even on other platforms about how much they hate the DMs. Now, do I personally hate getting cold DMs from people um, and them trying to sell me something? No, I don't. I know that we all start at different places. They were probably taught that this is the thing to do. It's a numbers game. God knows when I was in telemarketer land as a kid trying to make a couple of bucks while I was in high school. I learned that it's a numbers game, right? That's why they sit there and they just give you this long list of phone numbers and you call and you call and you call and you get hung up on it. It's such a miserable fucking job. At least in the DMs, you just don't get a response. So the fact that people are coming to you and you're not feeling like you're in the energy of chasing, 
you're not knocking on someone else's door. I like to kind of compare to the idea of, you know, you go and you kind of knock on your neighbor's door and you're making this recipe and you need an ingredient and you don't have it, right? So it's like, oh, hey, neighbor, how are you? So um, I was just wondering if you had like a little cup of sugar I could borrow, right? Versus your neighbor coming and knocking on your door and asking you for the cup of sugar with their energy being in the they need or want, which is even better, they want something from you. You instantly become the person that has the authority when you hold in your hand that thing that somebody else wants. Quickly took that result of having people coming to me in the DMs based on the content that I was putting out and created what was known as the Facebook Simplified Sales Funnel Lab, which is now cut to clients. One platform sales system based on six pieces of core content that create a powerful client attraction ecosystem right on Facebook so that you don't have to spread your energy and your intentions and your fit. So now at this point, I'm running introductory runs for Journal of Profit and the Facebook Simplified Sales Funnel Lab, continuously getting DMs of interest for both which is another huge industry like, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't sell two different offers at the same time. You're going to confuse your audience. (laughs) And here's the thing. You don't confuse your audience when you understand how to create content that takes your audience on this journey and that speaks to the mouth-watering results that they want. When you understand the mouth-watering results that your audience salivates over, and how each of your offers delivers those results in their own unique ways, now you have something set up where your audience, whoever comes into your DMs, they have options, you know, kind of like pick your adventure of how they can create those mouthwatering results for themselves. So the final run of this was this brilliant kind of bridging between Journal the Profit and the Facebook Simplified Sales Funnel Lab, where they were creating those six pieces of core content. And what my clients were left with was this amazing understanding of how to connect the dots between things that have happened in their personal lives and then building a bridge to creating content that really connects in reflection marketing style, holds that mirror up for their audience members to see pieces of themselves and their journey and their dreams and their desires reflected back to them. So I got to ditch over, I would say, six different time-sucking activities that were leading to absolutely zero clients, to being on one platform, focusing on six pieces of core content and having the best come into my DMs and get that sales conversation started, asking me for my cup of sugar. And that, that is a fucking game changer. So when I hear the term basic bitch and, oh, don't be a basic bitch, I laugh because I would rather be a basic bitch than be the bitch that's doing all the things, doing the most, and having an abysmal ROI. Investment of my time, my energy, my money, my focus, my my care, my sincere care, being pulled away from my family time and homeschooling time, but I would never be able to do all of those things so aimlessly while we're in full homeschooling mode at the age that my kids are at now. And I just remember being so amazed when I started converting those conversations into clients. And with such ease, like my biggest flex was that 
People were coming into my DMs, and not just people, but amazing people who lit me up to work with. They were coming into my DMs, ready to throw their credit card at my face. <laughs> and, and then we would go on to have a conversation about something else completely different. Usually something like astrology, because so many of the women that I work with are into the woo, right? They're a bit into the woo, and they definitely, even if they're not into the woo, they enjoy astrology. And so we start talking about, you know, our, our sun, moon, and rising signs and all of the, all of the shit. <laughs> And it's like, wait a minute, was that just a sales conversation? Does that qualify as a sales conversation? Get the fuck out of here. That could not have been a sales conversation. It feels wildly different. And when people step into your offers in that type of energy, the the results that they get, the elite action that they take that causes those results, the way that you show up for them, it's a whole other ride it's the best high it kind of feels like one of my closest friends Layla you know I love you girl my sister from another mister my my best friend Layla she is thrifty she gets the most beautiful outfits for like prices where it's like get the fuck out of here no you didn't get it for that much stop but she does and she's so beautifully put together it's like oh my god that's a steal like it almost feels like It should be illegal, (laughs) right? So it's that type of energetic shift where when it starts happening, and now listen, I'm not going to say that it's just like a, you know, snapping your finger. I do continuous market research in the form of questions, strategic questions on Facebook to always keep the pulse of my audience, lookalike audiences, test different wording of things. So I split test different posts. So I am doing this work in the background, okay, while creating these six pieces of core content. And it just gets to a point, though, where you get into such a groove that you almost feel like that woman that goes to the thrift stores and is able to get these outfits or a a gorgeous dress for an outing that was like under $20. And it's like, shut the front door. It could not actually be this light right? It gets to be light. It gets to not feel like you're being a burden. Because for a while, I did struggle with that. And I know many of us struggle with feeling like, oh, you know, people are going to see my content. They're going to get annoyed. They're going to give me the eyeball roll. They're going to feel like, you know, I'm annoying. I'm intrusive. No, 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 no. You're not. You're swimming upstream from an algorithm that is not showing everyone your posts. And even the people that it's showing your posts, they're not seeing consecutive posts. So, If you're posting, you know, if you've had 10 posts in the last couple of weeks, you know, maybe one person sees post one in five, another person maybe sees just post three, and maybe someone sees post two, five, and six, and maybe even 10. But that's still not creating the cohesion, right? So in creating these six pieces of core content, you get to have the one thing that your content needs in order to be mouthwatering, which is cohesion. Your audience needs to follow the bouncing ball. They need to be able to connect the dots. Not even. They need you to connect the dots for them and just have the picture fucking painted. And every time they see a piece of your content, it's just showing them the whole picture again instead of showing them different random pieces of the picture. So you get to, in 2024, put down the idea that you have to be doing all of the things, that you need to be the fanciest bitch, that you need to be the bitch who's out here doing the most. You get to be a basic bitch. 
you get to have one to three core business activities a day that attract the most amazing clients and position you as the authority and the obvious go-to in your industry. You get to have your time back for whatever it is that you need and or want to do with it. So embrace your basic bitch energy and get out there and show your mindset who's boss.